Hello, and welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. I am thrilled that you are listening. I am your host, Brittany, and I am a registered holistic nutritionist and a content creator and a podcaster, obviously, and a biohacker. And I talk a lot about my health journey all over (laughs) these platforms. So however you found me, thank you for listening. And we are now in the top 2% of podcasts worldwide which is crazy. Yeah. That's just a very crazy thing. I actually didn't even know. I I was looking on a website that kind of ranks podcasts and it said that. And I was like, oh, wow, that's nice. I didn't know. Not that who would actually inform me of something like that, but it's good. And so I'm excited as we climb the charts because it's it gets very specific at this point. So it'll say like top 2%, top 1.5%, top 1%. So I kind of, it's good because it shows you who's listening and who's really caring. This week, things have been so wild. (laughs) Where do I even start before we dive into today's topic? I am doing a, my birthday is coming up in September. I am a Virgo for all those people listening who care about that type of thing. And I am doing a big birthday giveaway campaign this year, which I did a campaign over the holidays where I gave away a bunch of free biohacking health and wellness products. It was like 12 days and it was actually very similar to how Jillian Harris does her 12 days of Christmas. It was like 12 days of biohacking gifts. And now I'm doing something very similar, but for my birthday. And it's going to be over four days. It's going to be in August. And Every day you will be able to win a bundle of products that day. So each day will be like a bunch of health and wellness products and there'll be one winner and I will ship it to you myself. So if you are listening and you have some sort of health company and you're interested in joining that giveaway campaign, send me an email or message me on Instagram like right now because I have a few spots left but not that many. So this is actually the first time I'm even publicly talking about it because it's been, there's been so much demand when I reached out to companies about it. So if you want to get in on that, whether it's a service or a product, whatever you do, let me know and we can chat and I can send you more information and details. It's going to be really fun. I'm really excited. So it's birthday themed, like I said, and yeah, it's going to be fun to be able to give away such, such a good amount of products to people. And yeah, you're going to hear all about it in the next few months. So that's coming up in August. Stay tuned for that. And in the fall, I am releasing my preconception health program, which is (laughs) somehow going to be done by then. (laughs) And in December, I will potentially do another holiday giveaway. We'll see how this birthday one goes. It's quite a lot of work, so we'll see. And then in January, I may or may not be creating or publishing or I guess releasing my new line of chocolate that's specialized in women's health. So there's so much in the next six months. It's When I say this out loud... It just seems like, are you crazy to do that all by yourself? I mean, I have a team of people like supporting me, but still that is kind of what's coming and it's a lot and it's great, but 
I also have to prioritize my health. And that is very difficult. If you run a business, you understand what that's like. Even if you don't, even if you work in corporate or just a regular job or you're a stay-at-home mom or something like that, like it's really hard to make a taking care of yourself a priority. And it gets harder and harder as you get older. This is so true. And this is what I found. So without further ado, before we jump in to today's podcast, I want to shout out AG1 Athletic Greens. We all know this. We all know who this is. They're everywhere. I swear. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, like it's nuts. But you know what? They actually have a great product. And so I am leaving for the biohacking conference in, oh my gosh, like five days, I think. And I'm traveling. So I'm flying to Atlanta and then I'm flying to Orlando. And then I leave Orlando and then I'm going to Toronto and then I'm going back to Vancouver. So when I do these types of trips, I'm gone for two weeks. I am definitely, definitely thinking about the supplements that I'm taking with me. And AG1 is one that I will prioritize because they have the individual packs that you can travel with, which makes it so easy. So you have the pack, you put it in your water, boom, there you go, done. Minerals, vitamins, enzymes, probiotics, prebiotics, everything that you need right in one pack. And especially when you're flying or traveling, the stress that it can cause your body isn't really necessarily great, right? So we need to kind of do what we can to support it during these times. And AG1 is one of my go-tos for that. So biohacking, Brittany and all capitals linked on my show notes and on my website. And a shout out to Bioptimizers. I will also be taking their products. You guys know I love Bioptimizers. I actually, they're actually going to be part of my birthday giveaway, which is fantastic. But I will be taking, what am I going to take? I'm going to take their probiotics and I'm going to take their digestive enzymes and I will take their magnesium and potentially their sleep powder with me as well. Because again, like I'm going to be up later at night. There's going to be more going on, more stimulation. It's going to be a little wild. So I just want to feel supported. And I really value that. The digestive enzymes are great, especially when you're eating food that isn't necessarily what you like to eat or within the parameters of the diet that you choose to follow. That they are my go-to and they are linked on my website as well. So I really, really recommend buy optimizers for those products. Okay, let's dive dive into this episode without further ado. Okay. All right. So let's dive into today's episode. This came from a place of interest from a bunch of you in my Instagram DMs. I think that this is because I released a podcast episode in the last two months, and it was about the spiritual significance of different types of things that women can deal with and what it might mean. So I did like cysts, I did fibroids, I did breast lumps, I did kidney stones, gallbladder issues. And so I got a lot of response from that. And I think it's important to talk about these things because even if you don't believe this, and even if you think like, this is dumb, or this is stupid, or there's no evidence for this, I still think it's helpful to just hear what this says and the narrative. Like, I just think it makes a difference. I know when I'm going through health things and health issues that when I hear this type of take on it, 
I can relate to a little bit of it. And I think that's what I want for you to today. Like if you are dealing with any of these health issues or you know somebody who is, maybe they need to hear this as well. So obviously you can send them this episode, feel free. But there's also a ton of books on this type of stuff too. Like I'm not an expert in connecting the spiritual and the body. Like that is not what I do necessarily, but it's it's still a part of biohacking and it's still something I am interested in. And so I really suggest digging deeper if you hear something that like tugs on you. And that's happened to me before. And sometimes, I'm going to be honest with you, sometimes when you kind of go through an episode like this or a book in this like type of vein, like you might hear something or read something that tugs on you and resonates with you, but maybe you actually don't want to know and you don't want to explore further because it's too much. And that's okay. And I understand that as well. But on the other hand, maybe put a pin in it and circle back in a few months when you can handle it, because obviously there's a reason that that's coming up for me, for you. And maybe if you address it, things might flow better healing wise for you. Now, I'm not saying that understanding the spiritual significance and spiritual healing approaches for these things is going to heal you right away. Like I'm not saying that. I just think let's look at all angles. That's what holistic health is. Like let's look at everything that makes you you and let's look at all of the ways that everything is connected. So today we are doing the top 10 health issues in America. So this is applicable for men, women, children, adults, everybody. Like there's none of that going on. And I just think it's interesting because a lot of these health issues we know about, obviously they're very common in society. They're very common in Canada as well and other Western societies. And so I think a lot of us can relate to this type of content and hearing about it. So the first one we are going to talk about is heart disease. So for all of these, I'm going to go through the spiritual significance, the chakras that are associated with it, and the spiritual healing approach through the research that I did. Okay. So the first one, heart disease, the spiritual significance. Heart disease can signify unresolved emotional issues in need for deeper connection and cultivating love and compassion, which is not surprising. Of course, it's heart disease like as in love and heart. The chakra link again is the heart chakra, which is associated with love, compassion, and healing. The spiritual healing approach for approaches for heart disease are engage in practices such as heart-centered meditation, where you focus on the heart space and cultivate feelings of love, compassion, and forgiveness. Affirmations like, I am open to giving and receiving love, or I forgive myself and others can be recited. Acts of kindness and service, such as volunteering or helping others in need, can also promote a sense of heart-centered healing. I think this completely aligns. I see a lot of this idea of loving yourself enough, but also loving others and showing that and not just assuming that you do that, right? Like how do you volunteer in your community, in your family? How are you showing up for your family? And I also love these affirmations as well. Like I am open to giving and receiving love. 
I don't say that to myself every single day. And like, maybe that is something I should practice because it really does feel nice when you say that out loud. There's something about, honestly, there's something about affirmations out loud in general versus writing them down. It just hits different. Are you tired of feeling out of sync with your body's natural rhythm? Do you struggle with menstrual cycle related issues like fatigue, mood swings, and bloating? If you're looking to optimize your health and well-being, look no further than the Ebb and Flow Cycle Guide. This comprehensive guide is designed to help you better understand and work with your menstrual cycle so you can improve your energy levels, reduce PMS symptoms, and gain a deeper understanding of your body. With in-depth information on each phase of the menstrual cycle, you'll learn how to adjust your diet, exercise routine, and self-care practices to better align with your body's needs. One of the biggest benefits of the Ebb and Flow Cycle Guide is its user-friendly format. The guide is easy to follow and provides clear instructions on how to optimize your health throughout each phase of your cycle. Plus, it's packed with valuable information and insights that you won't find anywhere else. So whether you're a seasoned biohacker or you're just starting out, the Ebb and Flow Cycle Guide is the perfect tool to help you optimize your health and live in harmony with your body's natural rhythm. And with my expertise and guidance, you can trust that you're getting the best information and advice available. So why wait? Head over to biohackingbrittany.com to get your copy of the Ebb and Flow Cycle Guide and start living your best life today. Okay, cancer. This one is a little tough. And I have had family members with cancer. My grandmother passed away from cancer when I was a kid. And I think my grandfather on my dad's side had cancer as well, unfortunately. And I have a friend right now whose mom has cancer. And yeah, it's, it's pretty devastating when you see people close to you go through that. So the spiritual significance... Cancer can serve as a catalyst for personal growth, introspection, and finding meaning in life. The chakra link. The solar plexus chakra represents personal power, self-awareness, and the crown chakra represents spiritual connection and higher consciousness. These spiritual healing approaches. So engage in practices such as meditation or prayer to connect with your inner strength and spirituality. Visualization techniques that involve envisioning healing light or energy entering the body can be helpful. Exploring spiritual traditions or teachings that provide insight into the purpose of life and the nature of suffering can also be beneficial. Wow, this is really like really hard to read, to be honest. Like the idea that cancer the spiritual significance of cancer is related to personal growth and finding meaning in life. Like that, that is just hard to read. <laughs> and I think it's because it's such a, I think it's just such a common thing. I guess that's why, like, it's so common for people to feel like they don't have purpose in life and meaning in life and feel like there's a lack of personal growth and why are they here and those types of questions. So it's kind of like, how do you heal that? You know, like what type of journey do you need to go on in order to find your personal purpose, no matter where you are, no matter what age you are, no matter what your circumstance. 
I think that's really, yeah, I think that's really tough. And I see that a lot. And I mean, I don't want to say this, but I see it a lot in women. It could be because I specialize in women's health more than I do men's, but I, I do see that with a lot of women. Like, it's just really sad to be honest. I, I guess it just looks different. You know, what would actually be interesting is what I should do is I should do a full cancer episode and the spiritual significance of cancer in different parts of the body and what that can signify and relate to and the chakras it relates to. Because obviously cancer is such a massive, massive issue and can look so different for people. So I'd be curious, actually, now that I'm thinking about this out loud more, what that would look like. So maybe I'll do a cancer follow-up episode to this. The third one is obesity, the spiritual significance. So obesity can symbolize emotional eating, self-image issues, and a need for self-love and acceptance. The chakra link, the sacral chakra represents emotions, creativity, and self-worth. The spiritual healing approaches practice mindful eating by paying attention to hunger and fullness cues, savoring each bite and being aware of emotional triggers, embrace body positive affirmations and practices that cultivate self-love and acceptance, engage in physical activities that connect mind and body, such as yoga, dancing, and Tai Chi to promote holistic healing. This is really interesting. I have a friend who she's a very good friend of mine and she is quite overweight. And this is not something that is like my opinion. Like she is, she is seeking medical help for right now. And it's interesting, like talking to her about this type of thing. She had a lot of trauma in her childhood and it kind of was the starting point of her obesity and weight struggles. And whether it's emotional eating as in like, I'm going to eat all of this food to make myself feel better, or if it's throwing up or whatever it might be in relation to that, like there's so much to that. And there's so much self image issues going on there. And I like that the core of this, what I'm getting is like this need for self-love and acceptance And I don't think that's a need for self-love and acceptance of your body right now. I think it's a need for self-love and acceptance of you and your body and your mind, regardless of what it looks like. And that is not something that is easily done. And that is not something even I have conquered as somebody who, yeah, has had my own body image issues, not obesity, but other things that I've dealt with over my years. That's tough. It's very tough. And I think that's something that comes with age. I think it comes with maturity, but it also comes from doing the work as well. Okay. So the fourth one is diabetes, kind of similar, a little different. So the spiritual significance, diabetes may symbolize imbalances in self-discipline, self-care, and the need for mindful living. The chakra link. So the solar plexus chakra governs personal power, self-esteem, and the relationship with the physical body. That's interesting. The spiritual healing approaches. Practice mindful eating, making conscious choices about food and portion sizes. Cultivate self-discipline in maintaining a balanced lifestyle, including regular 
exercise and stress management techniques like meditation or breath work. Explore practices that promote inner inner strength, self-confidence, and self-empowerment. I love that. It's interesting that diabetes is related to the solar plexus chakra, whereas obesity is related to the sacral chakra. I just thought they, I, like when I was researching this, I just figured they might be quite similar, but they're not, which is interesting. There's actually a fantastic book about this. I will find out the name of it and put it in the show notes about this because there's there's one that's really good that talks about the chakras and what it means in the body and how it relates to everything. My next partner I want to talk about is Athletic Greens. So I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every single day. And I first gave AG1 a try when I was traveling to Costa Rica. I really wanted something to support my gut health, boost my energy, keep my immune system in check, and really just support me while I was traveling and not home. I quickly fell in love with it. And now that I'm back in Canada, I still take it every single day. And I take it in the morning before I have any type of coffee. Typically, it's like the first thing I have in the morning. And it makes me feel just fantastic. I feel like I'm starting my day off on the right foot. I feel like I'm covering all of my nutrition needs right from the get-go, which is super important and such a healthier way to start than just having coffee on an empty stomach right away. So I just, I'm just obsessed with taking it. And if you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free, wow, one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So those are the same travel packs that I took when I was flying. Go to athleticgreens.com slash biohacking with Brittany. That's athleticgreens.com slash biohacking with Brittany to check it out today. It's also linked in my show notes and on my website everywhere. Okay. The fifth one, chronic respiratory diseases. There's a few different ones for this. Spiritual significance, chronic respiratory diseases can bring attention to the breath, life force, and the mind-body connection. Chakra link, the throat chakra, obviously, represents self-expression and the heart chakra represents compassion and healing. Spiritual healing approaches engage in practices such as pranayama, (laughs) breathwork, to improve respiratory function and cultivate a sense of inner peace. Practice mindfulness and deep breathing exercises to reduce anxiety and promote relaxation. Connecting with nature and spending time in fresh air can be spiritually uplifting. Wow. That's yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Six mental health disorders. Wow. This is, this is a really, really big one right now. The spiritual significance. So mental health disorders can signify a need for self-awareness, self-acceptance, and spiritual growth. The chakra link is the crown chakra, which represents higher consciousness. And the third eye chakra represents intuition and inner wisdom. Spiritual healing approaches incorporate meditation and mindfulness practices to calm the mind and cultivate self-awareness. Explore energy healing modalities such as Reiki or acupuncture to balance the body's energy centers. Seek spiritual guidance or participate in support groups with a spiritual focus to receive emotional and spiritual support. I relate to a lot of this. So first of all, I think that 
The third eye chakra being related to this is very interesting. So the third eye chakra is right between your eyebrows, kind of like where you would assume your third eye would be. And this represents intuition and inner wisdom. And it's interesting that the intuition is linked to mental health disorders, whether that's PTSD, anxiety, depression, bipolar, whatever it might be. Because I wonder what I wonder what the intuition feels like for people who are clinically diagnosed with those health concerns. I wonder if it feels like something, and I, I say this because I have not, I have experienced depression and I have ex- experienced anxiety, I think like most people, but I would not say that I'm clinically somebody who has that or either of those. And I, I wonder what intuition feels like to those people. I wonder if it feels like something they can trust and lean on and has been right in the past and they can, it will be right in the future. Or if it feels like something that they just disregard and ignore and haven't ever really relied on. So I'd be curious to hear from people who've kind of experienced that. And I also think the third eye chakra is interesting that it's related to this as well. I love Reiki. I love acupuncture. I haven't done Reiki in so long, actually. But acupuncture, I go, I try to go weekly right now or bi-weekly, and it's fantastic. And I think, and you know, speaking of, she actually always does put a needle in my third eye chakra between my eyebrows every single time. And she just says it's very, very good for calming the mind and centering yourself. So that makes a ton of sense. I would, if you're somebody who is, you know, kind of dealing with this type of thing, I would suggest looking into that type of thing, like in looking into acupuncture, cause it can be so healing. And it's really, really helped me with my menstrual cycle and my periods and my PCOS, low key PCOS is what I like to say. So Number seven, substance abuse, spiritual significance. Substance abuse can be seen as a call for healing, self-discovery, and liberation from destructive patterns. The chakra link, the root chakra, sacral chakra, or sacral chakra, and solar plexus chakra are associated with grounding, emotional healing, and personal power. The spiritual healing approaches. Engage in practices that promote grounding, emotional healing, and inner strength. This may include connecting with nature, practicing mindfulness, journaling, and engaging in rituals or ceremonies that signify release and transformation. Seek support from spiritual communities, therapists, or recovery programs that integrate spiritual principles. I love that idea. I think what's interesting about this is that I have definitely experienced a time, a few times where I've had a hard day and I want a glass of wine, you know? And when, before I knew a lot about healing and health and biohacking, I didn't really see a problem with that, to be honest. Like it's so ingrained in, in society that people do that, that I, I just didn't really think twice, but then I started learning more and more and I've 
slowly reduced my alcohol over the years. I still drink right now, especially in the summer, but majority of the year I don't drink. And I started noticing that I would kind of feel like I would want to have a drink when things got tough or when there were tough days or when I was trying to cope with something. And then and exactly like this is saying, like, I just thought like, why am I doing that? There's obviously an issue. There's obviously something bigger going on. If I feel like I need wine or a alcoholic beverage to help me with this issue, that is not something that I want to do and not something that I agree with. And so it's been something I've been thinking about a lot lately. And yeah, I mean, even like when I think back when I was a teenager, my parents are divorced. And when my parents started to get get divorced, I was like 15, 16. And I, that was the age I started drinking at. And it was like every Friday, Saturday night, I would go out and where do you go out when you're 15 and 16 living in the suburbs? Oh my goodness. Nowhere. You go nowhere. You go to people's houses or you go to like parks or forests in Canada. That's literally what you do. But now that I'm actually older, I actually appreciate that because I think if I was in a big city, I would have had access to drugs. And I don't know if that would have been the best for me at the time. And also access to like older guys and who knows what could have happened, to be honest. Um, So it was quite a safe community now that I'm looking back. But like I said, like it was very much an escape for a long time. And, but it's also like fun and you're young and you don't know better. And that's kind of part of being a teenager is like partying and doing these drugs and these things. And so I don't regret any of it. Like, I think I learned a lot from it, but it just goes to show that there is a lot of spiritual significance to these things and it can easily become a problem. It can easily become addictive if you are not mindful, right? Like how do you, yeah, I think it's just being mindful and also like the people who surround you is makes such a difference, such a difference. Okay. Number eight, Alzheimer's disease and dementia. This one is interesting. My husband's grandmother passed away from Alzheimer's disease a couple years ago. So spiritual significance, Alzheimer's and dementia can invite individuals to embrace the present moment, cultivate compassion and explore the nature of consciousness. The chakra link is the crown chakra and third eye chakra, which represent higher states of consciousness and spiritual insight. Spiritual healing approaches, Engage in practices that promote presence, such as mindfulness, meditation, and gentle movement like tai, tai, <laughs> tai Chi or yoga. Create a loving and a supportive environment. Use sensory therapies like aromatherapy or music. And maintain a connection through storytelling or engaging in activities that evoke positive memories. I love that. I love those healing recommendations. I think that what's very interesting and I am not an expert about this, but what's, and I said this to my husband's family and they kind of just dismissed it, unfortunately, but there is research coming out about the root causes of Alzheimer's and how 
I think they call it, is it diabetes type three? Is that what they're calling it? Yes. I think that's what it is because they've begun to link it to the glucose insulin hormone imbalance pathways as the root causes, which is fascinating. And I low key mentioned this a couple years ago to my husband's family. And I don't think anything was done about it. They are not super open to (laughs) holistic healing, we'll say. But I think if you know somebody who's dealing with this, Alzheimer's or dementia, or maybe they've just started this journey or just got diagnosed, or maybe they're quite far down the path. If I were you, I would make a point to research that today. Because if you can read the books on it, and again, I'm not the expert, I'm just pointing you in the right direction. If you can find the books on it and listen to the podcasts about it and the speakers and, and all these things and understand it, I would argue that you probably have a better chance of healing through that or helping the person who you know who has this heal through it. Because again, like you're taking this approach of what is causing this rather than let me give you medication to kind of get you through this. So that's what I would do. And again, which is kind of like my overall argument for my entire business and everything that I've ever done ever health-wise is that the choices that you make today matter whether they are healthy or unhealthy. So if you choose to live a life that is holistically healthy in terms of what you eat, how you move your body, how you sleep, your stress management, who you hang out with, the types of supplements you take, the things that you consume, all of these different things that we talk about and I talk about, if you choose to kind of be on this health journey that's never ending you have a better chance of preventing things like Alzheimer's disease. Because what if the more, like as this research comes out, what if they actually do clarify and it is now written and now said that, yes, it is type three diabetes. And so how do we prevent that? Well, we manage our insulin and glucose levels. And how do we do that? Well, we manage our nutrition and we manage our lifestyle and our exercise and our stress and our sleep. Like I said, these healthy lifestyle practices really, really do matter. And so when people ask me like, what are your top biohacks when I like go into other people's podcasts, it's like such simple stuff, but that's because I do think it actually makes a difference day in and day out when you do it. So That's my, thank you for coming to my TED Talk (laughs) moment. Let's move on. All right. You know that I am traveling a lot. I am going to the biohacking conference in Orlando very soon. And I often struggle with jet lag when traveling across multiple time zones. It can be difficult to adjust to the new schedule, which makes it challenging to fall asleep or stay asleep at the right times. I started taking sleep breakthrough to help with this, and I felt a noticeable improvement in my ability to fall asleep quickly. I actually brought this on the plane with me, put a scoop in my water, and took it and knocked was like knocked out within an hour. 
Once I started using Sleep Breakthrough, I noticed that I was experiencing deeper, high-quality sleep than I had in a long time. And I know this because I track it with my Aura Ring. You will not get addicted to Sleep Breakthrough because it's an all-natural formula which provides the body with the precursors to melatonin and the necessary molecules to produce it naturally. Sleep Breakthrough is a natural formula, which we love. If you're struggling with sleep like I can, especially when I travel, I highly recommend giving Sleep Breakthrough a try. It's truly, honestly, it's truly a game changer. Use the URL or website sleepbreakthrough.com slash biohackingbritney and my discount code biohackingbritney. That is sleepbreakthrough.com slash biohackingbritney. And you can use my discount code at checkout to save 10%. Definitely check it out. And if you are going to the biohacking conference in Orlando, I will see you soon. Number nine, stroke. Spiritual significance. Stroke can serve as a reminder of the fragility of life, the importance of gratitude and finding purpose in overcoming adversity. The chakra link. The root chakra and the solar plexus chakra represent physical vitality, grounding, and personal power. Spiritual healing approaches. Practice get gratitude for the gift of life and focus on finding purpose in the face of challenges. Engage in visualization techniques that promote physical and emotional healing. Explore practices that foster physical strength, stability, and resilience, such as gentle exercise and energy healing. Yeah, I agree with a lot of this. I think that I like this idea of fragility of life. I think that's definitely something that people would explore if they have had a stroke for sure. Okay. And the last one, influenza and pneumonia. I'm surprised that this was actually number 10, but anyway. The spiritual significance. These illnesses can highlight the interconnectedness of all beings and the importance of compassion and responsible actions. Interesting. The chakra link, the the throat chakra represents communication, self-expression, and the heart chakra represents love and compassion. Spiritual healing approaches. Engage in practices that promote self-care, such as rest, proper nutrition, and staying hydrated. Practice loving kindness meditations where you send healing intentions to yourself and others. Engage in acts of service or charity, fostering compassion and connectedness, connection with others. I love this. I think a lot of us can relate to this who have had the flu. I think most people have had the flu or pneumonia. I don't think I've ever had pneumonia, but I've had the flu. And I think there's something to be said about this. Like the spiritual significance is it's related to compassion and responsible actions. And the chakras, the heart chakra and the throat chakra, communication, self-expression, love and compassion. I feel like this makes so much sense because when you get the flu or a cold or any type of virus like that, think about what your state, your body has to be in, in order for that to take root and become significant enough that you get sick. So your immune system is obviously compromised and it could be compromised for multiple reasons. It could be poor hydration, nutrition, lack of exercise, lack of sleep, too much stress, too much alcohol, those types of things. 
And oftentimes it's actually a combination of all those things at different levels. And that can really suppress your immune system, which makes you more susceptible to getting a cold and the flu and that type of thing. But think about, take a step back from that. Like if you're at a point where you are not prioritizing your health, how are you showing yourself love and compassion? How are you communicating with other people? How are you showing up for other people? How are you showing up for yourself? Like you're not right? Like the love and compassion for yourself is so low at that point. So it's just interesting that that is the spiritual significance of these things that end up happening at the end. So yeah, I mean, and then you, the step further is like, what is actually causing you to feel that in the first place? Why do you feel a lack of self-love and self-compassion? Is it because you're overworking? Is it because you don't have a supportive partner? Is it because you're financially going through something, I don't know, whatever it is, and you can't then take care of yourself and you don't prioritize your health. And then it leads to you being exposed and in a compromised immune system. And then it's influenza and pneumonia and different things like this. So it all kind of relates. And and that's what I love about looking at these things is I think that spiritual healing approaches matter a lot and we should consider them more. Okay. So I just found the book that I recommend to everybody listening. It talks all about this. So it's called Anatomy of the Spirit, The Seven Stages of Power and Healing. So this book, woo-wee. When I got this book, I got this book so long ago, like 2018, maybe. It was actually part of my curriculum when I was studying to be a holistic nutritionist. And this goes through everything I talked about, but magnified by a million. So it's pretty eye-opening. And you know what's funny is I just pulled this from my shelf. I haven't opened this in who knows how long. And I have one sticky note on this one page. Should I just read it? I Guys, I, I was not planning to do this. So I'm just going to read this. Who knows why I put a sticky note here? Who knows if this was related to my class or personally I related to it? But let's just go for it. So this is in the third chakra chapter. This is page 182. Belief in oneself is required for healing. Before I realized the significance of self-esteem for developing intuitive skills, I would have stated that faith is the most important factor in healing. I now equate faith with self-esteem and personal power because low self-esteem reflects one's lack of faith in oneself as well as in the powers of the unseen world. Unquestionably, faith is vital for me for managing the challenges of our everyday existence. But there is so much in this book, guys. I just love it. I'm actually thinking I might just reread this now. Not that I don't have many books on the go, but it's, it's just very eye-opening, very, very eye-opening. And also a little hard to read. It's a little sensitive. It's a little sensitive, okay? But worth it. So that is my recommendation to you right now. Go to Amazon. Maybe I will link it in my Amazon storefront, or I can send you the link, Anatomy of the Spirit. And I love that title as well. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. I appreciate every single download, every single time you show up. You are part of my top 2%, and that means the world to me. I've been working on this podcast for years. Like, I'm not even kidding. I think since 2019, (laughs) 
And I've been working on my brand for years, actually. So it's really nice when you get momentum. So thank you for listening and stay tuned for all my exciting projects coming. And if you have any questions, my DMs are always open. They've been flooded lately, but I do answer everybody and it is me answering them. I don't have an assistant who does that. So enjoy the rest of your week and I will catch you next week for another episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.